The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the Internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Well, welcome to Webcology on this fine Thursday afternoon. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, joined as always by Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio. Uh, Jim, uh, speaking about the wild reaches of the world, where are you, my friend? Dude, webmasterradio.fm, we are everywhere, and I'm sitting in Bracebridge, Ontario in Oliver's Coffee. I think this is like the only cyber cafe in this in this town, Bracebridge, Ontario, the uh, heart of... Uh, the Toronto, Toronto area is cottage country called Muskoka, and, you know, kind of like the gateway to northern Ontario. I'm telling you, like, 60 miles north of here, maybe 85 kilometers north of here, there's nothing, wilderness, just, you know, vast Canadian emptiness, the the, the heart and soul of, 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 of this great country of ours. And so, yeah, I'm up in uh, Bracebridge, Ontario, doing my show, from doing the show from the Cyber Cafe today. Um, you know, this is a... Uh, you know, my family is spread across the country, eh? And this is, it's almost never my brother, my sister, myself, my mom and my dad get together in the same place at the same time. And tonight happens to be, I think, the first time in two years, and probably the last time in the next two years, that the whole family is all together. So, um, you know, I'm up for the night up here in cottage country, going to be back down at my desk in Toronto tomorrow morning. Yeah. But tonight I'm going to have fun with my family. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, we'll try not to keep you. I'll, I'll, I'll cap it off at another 55 minutes. How's that? And then we'll let you go. <laughs> excellent. It's, you know, uh, we had a busy show today, and um, that, that, that fits, given that it's going to be a really busy week in the tech world this, this week. There is a lot coming up. You're, you know, I, I have the misfortune. I will not uh, be joining you in, in San Jose, but you, you must have a hectic week lined up. I know, uh, Webmaster Radio is a huge presence there, as always, expanded this time. Uh, what can you tell us about, uh, what Webmaster Radio is doing there? Okay, well, I mean, like, you're right. Normally, Webmaster Radio is a huge presence at Search Engine Strategies, any Search Engine Strategies event, especially the San Jose show, which is, as you know, the largest search-related event, um, the largest annual search-related event in, in the tech world in general. And yeah, Webmaster Radio is going to be all over the convention next week in San Jose. We, um, starting from our booth, which is booth 703 in the uh, right-hand corner of the trade show floor um, near the near the lunch area. So if people are looking for us, find us at booth 703. Come by, meet uh, myself, uh, Darren and Brandy, and other Webmaster Radio personalities. And um, uh, we're going to have a full slate of interviews. As usual, we're carrying live coverage of the keynote speeches, so if any of you are at the parties um, uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, or, or Tuesday or Wednesday night, and you just can't make it up in time to get to the keynote speeches, we got you covered. Lay in bed, relax, 
turn on Webmaster Radio, and we will bring you full coverage of those keynote speeches. Um, and also, uh, webmasterradio.fm is going out on a limb. We're doing it again. We're throwing Search Bash, the largest, craziest, wildest event at any Search Engine Strategies uh, show. And this time it's going to be even crazier and wilder, um, given that Google is not throwing an event Google's not throwing the Google Dance this year, so the conference organizers asked us to step back and uh, sort of, you know, throw a bigger search bash than we've ever thrown. So, um, you know, us being the masochists for the, that we are for this sort of thing, we're gonna. <laughs> it's well, gonna every be a great week. Single year that I have attended a search bash, it has gotten better and better, and I know Darren has tried to push the envelope every time, going, "This is what you expected." Let's make it a, a little more crazy. Let's 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 put acrobats on the ceiling for this one, or, or something just absolutely off the wall. I know it's going to be a fantastic well, party. Is there any leaks you can tell us, or, or would Darren have to have to fire you if you if you told us a little bit about what's going to be there? Hovercrafts carrying people in, you know? No, no hovercrafts carrying people in, and you know what? I think that it's best for the for the community that I don't say a word. I, I know what's going to happen. Actually, Darren and Brandy give me the full rundown of how the evening's going to go. Um, all I can say is RSVP early. Go to searchbash.com. Click on the RSVP button. Get your name on the list. Um, we already know we're going to be overwhelmed at the door. Uh, the RSVP list, I know we've been kind of flaky about it in years past, but this year we're, I'm afraid we're going to have to be taking it really seriously. Um, if you have any problems with the RSVP list, just email us at Webmaster Radio. We'll deal with it for you. Um, we'll, 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 we'll try to get you on that list and get you in. Um, let's say that, uh, let's, what, what, what kind of hint could I give without actually giving away what's going to happen? Um, down the rabbit hole, through the looking glass, um, that's about all I'm going to say. And I think that's a wi- more than wide enough hint for people to figure out uh, uh, the theme of this year's party. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And and on top of all of that, um, both Darren and I are going to be speaking at SES. So uh, it's going to be a busy and brutal week. You, you know what? I, I was just about to ask that because, I'm I, in fact, I'm looking at your... Uh, on the organic track, day three. So I was going to say, what? Uh, well, for our listeners who aren't staring at it on the SearchEngineStrategies.com website, what are you speaking at? What are you planning on covering? That sort of stuff. Well, it's, um, I'm, I'm speaking on the um, SEO through uh, RSS and feeds, or blogs and feeds. Sorry. Um, and you know, it's a, check out some of the names on this panel. We have Dixon Jones. We have uh, Doctor Waddington. Uh, um, we have Lee Odin, uh, we have Sally Falco, and then we have myself. So this, this, there's some great names on this list. So I figure the other names are going to cover the blogging end of things, and I'm going to do what I'm most qualified to do. I'm just going to sit there and look dumb. <laughs> no, I'm going to talk about how Webmaster Radio um, optimizes our audio feeds, how we distribute them through iTunes, through Odeo, through MobileCast, um, how we uh, how we optimize our blog feeds, how we use RSS to to the best advantage we can, um, and I'm going to jump into the social media a bit, talk about some of the work we've been doing with Twitter and with our Facebook groups, um, how we treat each individual show, and how we optimize each individual audio file. Um, now, I only we have a large panel, and we only have an hour to speak in, so 
I think we have about eight minutes each. I'm going to try to pack all of that information into eight minutes. And if I, uh, if for some reason I can't do that, well, anybody who is actually at attending SES, you'll be able to see all of our slides. All of the speaker slides will be available after the conference is over. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've had the pleasure of speaking with you on the stage at SES events. I'm sure it's going to be excellent. Now, who is, I know, oftentimes, you know, uh, speakers get a chance to get interviewed for Webmaster Radio. Who, who would interview Jim Hedger? Oh, <laughs> Webmaster boy. Okay, Radio, well, you know, let me see if I can pull my list up here. Let me just, I'm just jumping to one of my email addresses where um, the fabulous Hillary has been updating me with... Uh, has been updating me with all the people uh, who are signing up for interviews. And this is this is only part of the list, okay? This is too many people to go through the whole list. But um, I'm going to be speaking with uh, Ron Belanger from Omniture. I'm going to be speaking with uh, uh, Carla, Bo- Carla Borsai, uh, VP of Research and Analytics at Ask.com. And, you know, now that Ask is the number three search engine again, I think we have a lot of questions for, for Carla, and especially about the direction that they're going to be taking the engine. Excellent. Speaking with uh, David Sprinkle, Director of Analytics and Insight at Acronym, um, Steve Wildman from Local Splash, uh, Chris Zacharias uh, from Omniture, et cetera, et cetera. I'm also going to be hitting up each of the keynotes. I'm going to try to get another interview with Charlene Lee. Um, I think I'm going to try to talk to uh, Nick Carr. Um, and uh, I, I really want to speak with uh, with the keynote, Chris, Shur- uh, uh, Chris Shirky. Excellent, excellent. Um, obviously, oh, and also, be I definitely more great to mention, we're going to have a whole slew of roving reporters out there on the floor, going out there and just getting person on the street interviews. We're going to be going after every one of the speakers, and we have a secret surprise with two new show hosts, and I am not going to announce who they are. But 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 I assure you, each of our listeners know who um, know these people, know them well, and you you there's a big surprise coming with two new show hosts being uh, basically debuting on the floor at uh, at SEF. Now these sound effects are reminding me, and so just while I'm thinking about it, because I realized I didn't jot this down, uh, Brasco, quick draw on that sound effects button, thanks Brasco. Um, you have a birthday now. Let's, let's get this out because I'm thinking about it right now. So, Brasco, you can get your finger over that button. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Are we talking about birthdays right, in the search right. in the search sphere? Indeed. I thought well, you had one major Maybe birthday to talk about today. Um, and you know, if uh, we don't wish her birthday, she's going to come beat us up. Uh, Rebecca Kelly from 10E20 was born. Um, Several years ago today, uh, back in 1982, let's say. In 1982, well, y'all do the math on that because again, I'm uh, I'm scared of Rebecca. Uh, I've seen that girl's muscles, and so I'm not going to talk about her age. But you know, there's another person who I can talk about their age because they're really too young to care. Rebecca Kelly's now working for 10E20. Well, you know, listeners might be familiar with the amazingly gracious Chris Winfield. He and wife Danielle just had a new baby. Um, Chris Winfield is owner of uh, 10E20, and again, he and his wife just had a new baby. So, Rebecca Kelly's birthday is today, August 6th, and uh, Chris and Danielle's baby, well, he was uh, he was born last week, or she was born last week, but 
Welcome to the world, kid. Um, now, one thing I had noted just a little bit earlier, um, sadly, I, I will not be able to attend uh, SES San Jose this time, so I will not have the pleasure of, uh, of your company, but there is a convention coming up that I will be attending that I will have the pleasure of your company at. What can you tell us about the upcoming affiliate convention? Well, thanks for mentioning it, Dave. <laughs> um, so, 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 okay, just a little bit for the listeners here. Uh, I'm, I'm responsible for organizing all the speakers at the upcoming affiliate convention December 3rd and 4th in Los Angeles at the, the Century Plaza in Los Angeles. And uh, just before the show went on, I'm like, so, Dave, we have an SEO for affiliates section. I'm wondering if I can get you to come speak. And he said, yes. So this is, this is live on the radio confirmation that Dave Davies is, in fact, going to be on the speaker's list. <laughs> <laughs> You're trapped now, Dave. You're committed. It, what can I tell you? I can tell you that I want Angela people to go to affiliateconvention.com. <laughs> go check out affiliateconvention.com. We've just, um, I've just put up the, uh, I'm just actually bringing it up myself. But I, I just posted the preliminary schedule for um, the preliminary agenda for the show. So if you go to affiliateconvention.com, click on the agenda button. Now, you'll notice a lot of the names aren't filled in yet because I only haven't filled them in yet. I'm, I'm just starting to fill them in and trying to craft the show the, 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 the way I think it'll tell the best story. Um, but as of yesterday, this list had not been posted. As of today, the, the new agenda is posted. This is the preliminary agenda. A couple of the, a couple of the sessions, topics might and times might change, but this is uh, this is pretty close to what we're going to be going with. I'm I think this is a stronger one than we had at Affiliate Convention One in Denver, and um, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to, to, to seeing the story we put together uh, when 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 building this this agenda grid. So the the first one I guess was. Well, I, I guess I already know this because I had a chance to chat with you about it previously on air. Was such a success. This one is is already geared. I assume you're already prepping for for the next one in, in Denver. Is is safe to say that you'd be rotating these cities back and forth? People can plan. You know, if you live in the Denver area, uh, plan for for another one, or is it maybe a little premature to to go that route? It's a little premature to go that route. I can tell you, uh, in the organizers' conferences, we very much loved our experience in Denver. The the Colorado Convention Center has just about every amenity you possibly need to throw a major conference. Um, the people were great. The uh, you know, Denver is one of those hidden gems in America. I'm telling you, um, that city. People don't people don't don't think enough about Denver, but it's an intelligent city, it's a very geeky city, and um, again, we, uh, we had an amazing time there. The locals, the locals showed us a wonderful time, and um, I'd like to say, and I can't say, I cannot say officially, but I can say that in our hearts, Denver is our summer home. Um, I'm pretty sure that Affiliate Convention 3 will be taking place in Denver 2010, but again, until we actually have the contract inked, you can't really guarantee anything. No, indeed. But you know what? You're, you're reminding me of something there. You're saying contracts, inked, and I'm thinking, you know what? There are probably some people who've inked some time uh, here on the network with us. We're at about uh, almost 20 minutes uh, past the hour, uh, and I'm sure Brasco's kind of sitting there going, okay, I've got another button to hit here. I need to put some ads on. We need to pay some bills if you guys want to keep talking. So... 
Uh, Way to go, Dave. Keep making sure I get paid here. We'll be coming back. We've got a ton more big news to cover here on Webmaster Radio. Uh, So we're just going to a quick commercial break. Stay with us. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, joined as always by Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio. We'll be right back. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on localpages.com. Localpages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? Localpages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with localpages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. Localpages.com. List your business on localpages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. Localpages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. XYZ, affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No hit me as a maybe. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the click in the cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Where did it start? You can do it a couple ways. 866 XY7 page. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Well, welcome back to the show, folks. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for sticking with us. Uh, here with uh, this Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, here with Jim Hedger from webmasterradio.fm. Um, I'm going out. We were chatting a little bit about some of the conferences coming up, Jim. Uh, you're going to be chatting at SES on blogs. Well, Makes perfect sense. I was reading your blog uh, over on uh, webmasterradio.fm. Everybody, uh, our listeners, hopefully are reading it as well. Great blog. Um, and you covered an interesting topic uh, a little bit on advertising. Do you really want to go there, Dave? Because like, I, could, I, 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 I could go off like a rocket on this one if you want. <laughs> okay. What is it? What, what, what is it with ad execs? There's this weird chromosomed advertising executives that like tweaks whenever they have to represent a mainstream search engine. Remember, remember those like Ask.com commercials that were just like increasingly bizarre as the commercial series went on. You know, they started off with instant getification and ended with a commercial that featured chicks with swords. Yep. You know what? I had actually I had missed that, and fortunately, again because of your good blogging, uh, found it on today's post. and Oh, yeah, that was bad. 
Okay, you, you I just think, saw just I think we're seeing a new level of that. Com commercial from like two years ago for the first time, and that was that was pretty bizarre, right? Yep. Okay. Well, as, as, as listeners might know, Microsoft Bing has been running a contest to try to get a commercial jingle to, to, to advertise themselves with. Now, we know that Microsoft is is going to pony up over a hundred million dollars to market Bing. I mean, this is. A fairly serious um, and 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 a significant amount of money. It kind of shows that they're committed to um, to trying to outperform Google when it comes to to certain market share. But um, we're not really sure they're spending their money so wisely. Because and I think this is courtesy of um, I think I got this one courtesy of Andy Beal over at Marketing Pilgrim. Um, the uh, <laughs> the new Bing commercial, the, uh, the, the 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 jingle that one, and I'm just right now about to post the uh, the link into the Webmaster Radio chat room. And in the chat room, take a couple well, seconds. Dave just beat you this. to it. You're not gonna believe it. Dave beat you <laughs> to it. I did. Oh, it. You, you already done that, Brasco? Yeah, I'm here. Did you did you have want you, me to play? Have you already put the uh, the URL into the chat room? He already. I I already recommended Dave to come on to the chat, and then he put in the YouTube link right away. Wonderful. You see, I'm not in the chat yet because I'm in this in this cyber cafe trying to you know, talking over my cell phone, doing this with one hand. And well, you, I mean, you'd think after all these years of the internet, I'd be used to doing this stuff with one hand. But I'm a bit slow about these things, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, okay, so check out this this YouTube video. It's the new Bing. It's the the jingle that is going to be representing Bing. Now it's a minute thirteen of sheer pain, but I know you guys are tough and you can put up with this. And you can deal with it. Uh, but if you can't deal with it, then you're in the wrong industry. Um, and I want you to ask yourselves in the back of your head, what is the matter? With ad execs, why can't anybody find a way to represent a mainstream search engine without making themselves like a fool? I don't get it. What do you think, Dave? <laughs> I mean, like, how hard is it to say, you search, we find? I, I, you know, it's a funny one because I think at some point, money, I don't know if it clouds judgment. I mean, you've hit the nail on the head. I mean, I have seen much... And some fantastic campaigns done on, on a dime, right? And then all of a sudden you say, we've got $100 million, and it's like they want to set up the campaigns to fail so that more money needs to, to go into it. Um, yeah, that was just, just, just a bad thing. At the same time, and I mean, this one isn't going to turn out quite the same, but at the same time, I did think Bing was a stupid name. Uh, when I when I first heard it, it is growing on me. I, I will admit that I probably you know I I can't you know remember thinking hey Google that's a that's a ridiculous name, but I, I probably did <laughs> when I first heard of it. And, and you know I mean it's certainly grown on a lot of us. So uh, this jingle maybe you know maybe I'll have to listen to it a couple more times, spanned over a lot of days. You know maybe first thing in the morning or something when I'm still tired, so it won't irritate me, and uh, and see if maybe it grows on me, but. Uh, <laughs> you know, like like the name did, but no, I think I think it's just they they made a bad call here, and you know, hopefully you, you hit the nail on the head. Just just keep it simple. It doesn't have to be stupid. It it just has to say, hey, we're an engine. We'll provide you on. The thing that I hate most about this ad is it tells me nothing about what differentiates Bing from from Google. Why? What they're trying to do is take market share, right? They're trying to come out as, hey, I am an actual 
competitor here. We will provide you with the best set of results. This doesn't hit that mark at all, at all. Well, you know uh, what? It to uh, op- uh, open memo to whoever does the uh, whoever is the uh, agency of record for Microsoft when it comes to Bing. Two words uh, or two syllables that anybody living in the Pacific Northwest will understand: Vern Fonk. <laughs> <laughs> Go Vern Fonk! You can't fail. Jim, would you like me to play a little Fair clip enough. as a reference for you? Would you like me to play a little bit of the clip? Oh yeah, please, please do. I could use a good giggle. Just a little, just a little bit, so we don't, you know, just for in licensing. Like here it is. Okay, now hold tight here, friend. Dig your nails into the nearest soft surface. You'll need it. Okay, that's about it. Um, Moving right along, Dave, did you see what happened to Twitter today? Uh, I assume that you're referring to uh, downtime. Uh, issues. I know, you know, it's, it's actually funny, and, and bless him, I was looking on totally different tangents today, and uh, our, our friend, my coworker, um, Daryl, had actually just earlier in the show forwarded me some, some links and, and information on it, but uh, maybe you're talking about something else completely different. Well, the one that Daryl just sent around, and actually your, your, uh, your, your guy Daryl just sent me a, a link to um, Twitter sued for patent infringement, but before we even get into any law- lawsuits Twitter might be facing, um, they faced a denial-of-service attack this morning. Yeah. Twitter was down um, for about three hours today, and it's still kind of flaky. Um, it looks like there's an ongoing DDoS attack. Um, this is the first time Twitter's been taken down by, such a, by, by this type of attack, and it seems to have the Twitterverse, um, well, kind of freaking. You know, these things are odd um, in that, you know, I mean, none of us can like them. These are all, I mean, these are attacks at the very foundation of, of basically our, our employment um, and, and what makes our, our universe function. Um, we've seen cases like this previously, though, um, where, you know, major, you know, I mean, certainly I'm sure you remember, and, and most of our listeners probably do, when Google and, and or Google properties were having similar problems in, in specific areas. Um, I think these do serve as decent reminders because of the massive shock that happens when something like Twitter um, goes down or becomes flaky. Um, yeah, I mean, That's I think it's good on the technical side just because oh that's on how to fix this, and I think it's certainly good on the um, you know reminding us of of our reliance on these things to maybe you know <laughs> need to need to be aware that we are this reliant and sort of come up with contingency plans for what if these things actually do go down? What do we what do we do? Well, indeed, whenever whenever any technology fails, you'll find geeks go from, if Twitter's failing, they'll jump back onto Facebook again. And that would have worked for a lot of these people, except this morning, Facebook got hit with the DDoS as well. And so, um, like, like, I, like, I, like I just said a few seconds ago, the, what we had was a situation where a bunch of geeks just couldn't get their crack fix. They couldn't get to Twitter. They couldn't get those 140 characters out there, and they were just sitting there going, I need to communicate, I need to communicate. Now Facebook is down, too. And I could just see a bunch of people's fingers atrophying and, 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 and their hearts just sort of shrinking, going, oh, my God, I can't get online. I can't, I can't communicate. Um, so Twitter is back up. It's working again. Um, but again, we, we know that they're experiencing ongoing DDS, DDoS. Um, this story is developing. We'll see what happens. 
I, I think you paint a, quite a funny picture, and I can just see those geeks sitting there, and, and this is where we've gotten to going, what do you mean email? That is too slow, like somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, eh? <laughs> the it's not phone, oh my god, though, like, you know, I mean, it might take five minutes to get a reply. <laughs> You know that that, um, that, that articulation. Right, so we should do right on. You know what? So we're, we're on. We type uh, you know, the, sort of an odd, an odd topic here, or, or can move us back to a topic rather that we were at. But speaking of sort of um, issues that we are are facing in this world, um, I was just on by as, as I do pretty much every day over at uh, at Web Pro News, um, and and found an, an interesting story. Actually, I'll, I'll be sure to copy it over into the chat room. But uh, Bing indexing. Uh, sites with the no index, uh, no follow. So just to make people aware that this is going on, they are working on a fix. Uh, but apparently, uh, our fine friends over at Bing are just completely ignoring what we're what we're telling them to. Now this brings up to me. I know Google had had some problems. I guess going back probably a year, year and a half ago, um, with challenges of copyright infringement because they were caching all of this information from around the web. Google logically and legitimately countered with, yes, but we have given you mechanisms to tell us not to, so, uh, you know, just just do this if you don't want your stuff indexed. This isn't a copyright infringement because you have control, basically telling the webmasters. Well, here we have a situation where Bing theoretically could end up in a, in a worse spot or in the same challenge that Google's in, but without the ability to go, yeah, but we've provided you a mechanism for stopping us from doing that, uh, the mechanism is broken. Um, and so Bing could find themselves in a, in a rather nasty spot if they can't fix this very, very fast. Well, yeah, I mean, this this goes beyond simple netiquette where you're supposed to, you know, provide, you know, this goes beyond simple politeness into legality. The, uh, the no follow tag and the no index tag, um, they're there for a reason. Like, yeah. um, they're important for webmasters to use. We've been encouraging webmasters to use those tags in, in, the, in applicable circumstances. And if the entity that is now the number two search, en- search engine in the world isn't going to be following those protocols, then, yeah, webmasters have a problem. Indeed, indeed. Um, now, before, you know what, I, I have more that I want to cover, and I think you know where I'm going with this um, on, the, on the subject of Bing and some problems that they may theoretically be facing down the road, and this is in regards to the Microsoft Yahoo deal. But you know what? I can see that launching us into uh, you know, many, many minutes of chat. And here we are at half past the hour. Uh, I know we need to take a break, so I'm just going to quickly take us to a uh, quick commercial break. Um, we'll be back in just a minute or two here on Webmaster uh, Radio. Uh, this is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO here with Jim Hedger from WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. And don't lose Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. 
This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR Web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. The click father, Kevin DiVincenzi. What do you feel that this show, Inbox, is going to do? It's going to bridge a gap between people trying to get into the industry and people understanding, having questions on how to market properly. You're about to get schooled on how to be inboxed. Our big goal is to have people market with full compliance properly, and a lot of people just don't because they don't know how. We want to teach them how. We want to answer their questions. So the people that do want to put their work and the time in will get their result. Inboxed, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Well, thanks for sticking with us. We are back on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, here as always with Jim Hedger from WebmasterRadio.fm. Uh, we went out chatting about Bing. We're coming back chatting about Bing and Yahoo. Uh, Jim, as you are well aware, um, there's now coming to light, as we all should have expected, um, that there are some termination clauses, some potential glitches, and that this isn't quite the done deal that we all thought it was, breathed our sigh of relief on the Microsoft Yahoo deal and went, thank God it's finally done. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, okay. First of all, I mean, it's hard. It's, I was thinking about this a, a few minutes ago. It's hard to believe that it's only been a week since the uh, potential deal between Microsoft and Yahoo was announced. Because it feels like our universe has changed so fundamentally since then. Um, we're already referring to Bing as the number two engine. We're assuming that, that Yahoo just isn't in the game anymore. Because like, you know, according to the deal, they, they're, they're not in the game anymore. But the deal hasn't gone through yet. Not mm-hmm. only is it subject to, uh, to Department of Justice review, but as, as you mentioned, Dave, there's a number of get-out clauses for both Microsoft and for Yahoo it, 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 written into the deal. The one that puzzles me the most is um, revenue per search. If Yahoo's numbers, and you know, please correct me if I'm wrong on this, because this is actually somewhat complicated, but as I understand it, if the Bing Yahoo engine is not able to generate the same revenue per search that Google projects, they can, uh, Yahoo can get out of the deal. Um, you know what? That's kind of how <laughs> I understand it as well. I find the, yeah, the, the terminology is a little confusing, isn't it? Um, and is it that they're comparing themselves to Google, which is, you know, an apples and oranges kind of thing to compare, or are they comparing, you know, looking at their, here's what our revenue is per query right now? 
um, if that goes down in this deal, obviously we want out because we're we're, we're not making as much money. But I'm um, sorry, I think I interrupted you there. I apologize. Well, no, it just it just it just strikes me that that's a very very um, lofty ambition. Given that now we we know that that Yahoo clicks actually tended to convert slightly better than Google Google clicks, although that could be a question of volume, right? Um, you know the the absurd volume of clicks going through the the, the Google search engine um, that that will wonk any number, you know. Um, this law of averages says that'll get wonky. However, um, Microsoft is has to guarantee Yahoo the same or better than Google's projected revenue per click, and that's the big that's the big get out. And there's there's a number of other, and I, I believe. Um, do you have Do you have the the article open in front of you, Dave? I did. Now, which uh, I don't know if I'm looking at the same one that you were referring to. I'm looking at one over by Doug Caverly. Yeah, yeah, the one from WebPro. Yeah, um, yeah, and I'm just putting it into the chat room right now, just so that we all, uh, so that everybody well, else you, has why, it. As why well. don't you list off a couple of the other bizarre get out clauses we find in this yeah. deal? There, there are uh, just uh, the the revenue per uh, share. That one we've already covered here. I think that was a you know it actually does make a little bit of sense to me um, that they're pulling that in. But yeah, I think their measurement, as as you've discussed here, is a little askew. Um, why they would be trying to compare themselves with another entity rather than comparing themselves? Here's me today. Here's me after the deal. Did it get better? Like why? You know, I don't compare. You know, my situation in life and go, gee, I'm making. You know, I would look at mine and go, you know what? I'm making a, a little more money than I was last year. You know, that's good. I wouldn't go, well, you know, I, I'm making you know more money than I was last year, but I'm making less than Bill down the road. So you know, life sucks, and I better quit my job, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't quite get where they're where they're going with that. But um, all of these termination or potential termination clauses are at their discretion. So I'm sure you would have shareholders, like basically this would give them the right to, I'm sure then they would then go back to the shareholders, you know, have a, have a meeting on the issue. Um, the shareholders are not likely to look at that and go, well, you're making more money, but you're not making as much as Bill quit your job. Um, so I, I think that, you know, it, we do have to remember that these are, this may happen. Oh, and, 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 um, and we all know how powerful Yahoo shareholders are, right? <laughs> <laughs> what okay. a I wasn't going to bring that oh, part up. <laughs> like, seriously, who's been chopped recently? <laughs> these, these, people, these, these people have been gelded time and time and time again over the last year and a half. If I was a Yahoo, if I was a Yahoo shareholder, I would... Uh, you know what? I'm in a crowded cafe, and I'm not going to go where I was about to go about being gilded and formaldehyde and all that sort of stuff. But I'm sure listeners familiar with uh, with my usual tone understand where I'm going about gilding and, and jars of formaldehyde, etc. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, if I was a Yahoo shareholder, I would be out for blood. Honestly, I would be I would be looking for a victim right now. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh, oh indeed. Oh, just um, now, so another one of the causes, and I think this is a good exercise? one. Uh, sorry? I'm sorry, will Yahoo shareholders try to exercise some of these get-outs? Will they even approve of this deal? I mean, that's, that's a very good question. Um, the answer to these questions and more on the next episode of SOAP. Because um, <laughs> uh, it's crazy. I mean, like, if I, if I was a Yahoo shareholder, I would be looking for somebody to string up from the nearest, nearest service farm. Um, and I know a few Yahoo shareholders, and they're really pissed. Um, 
so, but then again, at the same time, it's not like they can they can diss the deal because Yahoo should be making more money year over year from this. They're predicting seven hundred billion or seven hundred million dollars on the top of their on top of their already beleaguered bottom line. Um, so turning down this deal would be really foolish for Yahoo shareholders. But then again, Yahoo just got sold for virtually nothing. Um, and if I was a Yahoo shareholder, I'd be wanting to kill somebody. Well, you know what, and I mean, I think that is the thing. Is I think this deal is just a reminder of what was lost. I don't think that Yahoo shareholders are particularly upset at this deal, going, here's where we're at right now, and here's what the offers are. But I think this deal um, is basically a reminder of, gee, here's what we were offered a year ago, and now here's what we have to settle for. Yes, what we have to settle for here right now is better than the alternative, which is you know less revenue per year being generated. But, gee, wouldn't it have been nice if we'd gotten out a year ago um, and, I, and I could have actually made some very, very significant gains on, on my investment. Now I have to settle for you know, a little bit more than the less that I would have had. So um, I, I certainly can't blame them for being upset. I don't think it's directly related to this deal, but I know if I was a Yahoo shareholder, this deal would leave a really, really bad taste in my mouth, and I'd be going, I could have gotten out a year ago if you guys had just let this deal go through. And I could have had a lot more money than I'm now going to have, um, thanks to some, some, you know, hindsight being 2020. But what a lot of us at the time even would have called a, some bad decision making at the time on on the part of of some of the Yahoo executives. So, um, you know, at the same time, I don't know what was going on in there, so I won't make too big a judgment calls. But you know, here's where we've ended up. So I would have predicted it at the time, and here's what they're having to settle for. Um, One thing I am liking to see, and I think everybody in the community is probably liking to see, um, one of the termination clauses. Pardon me? Oh, sorry. It's it's a cell phone. We keep over-talking each other. Sorry about that. No, no, go Um, go right ahead. I was was just saying, if you're a Yahoo shareholder and you're you're hard up for cash, one of our listeners, San Diego SEO, is offering his services. He'll give each Yahoo shareholder a discount. Um, I remember when we had that when we had that account at Stepforth, and when it was San, uh, San Diego downtown, and it looked to us like San Diego downtown. <laughs> I do, yes, yes. So anyway, over at PoopyGifts.com, San Diego SEO will help out Yahoo shareholders, and you know what. In this case, in this case, bro, the domain fits because um, Yahoo shareholders were just handed one hell of a gift. Moving right along, <laughs> I love that guy. I love that guy's domain name. Um, moving right along. Um, um, so yeah, so uh, 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 I guess what we're really getting at here is the Yahoo, the Bingya deal might break down. It's not a done deal yet. Don't want to pour too much cold water on people's heads, but. Let's be real about this, right? Don't go changing your business overnight because, well, it's not daybreak yet. No, exactly. But you know one thing I'm, one thing um, I'm really proud of, Dave? What's that? It's been a week since, uh, since the Bingya potential deal was announced, mm-hmm. and the network has provided incredible coverage of almost every aspect of this deal. I remember when we started hearing rumors last Wednesday around 3 in the afternoon, you know, it was easy enough to dismiss them having heard these rumors about a billion times before. But then, you know, when uh, when Kara over at All Things D, um, when, when, when she confirmed it, then, you know, I, t- I take what she says really seriously. So we cranked up our team, and um, we had four shows, two blog posts, um, several more upcoming shows, and a daily search cast. A special daily search cast with Danny Sullivan, 
all on the Bing deal. And um, I just want to publicly say to all the staff, um, to the to news gathering staff, and to uh, to all of our show hosts, good job, guys. Like, went above and beyond bringing our audience what, what I think is probably the most comprehensive coverage of the of the potential Microsoft uh, a Yahoo deal. And, um, you know, if you don't toot your own horn, ain't no one else going to do it for you. This is marketing, folks. Um, <laughs> Webmaster Radio, way to go. Well, for sure, and one of the things that I love about the coverage that's happening on this issue, on other issues, um, is that we end up getting, or, or, or that we can get, and we have gotten, um, such a diverse angle on things. I mean, you've got everybody from, you know, you and I babbling on and, and filling an hour with our own personal thoughts to Danny Sullivan, who's been, you know, in the industry for 15 years, or 20 years maybe now, um, and basically chronicled the entire timeline of these events from his own personal history and, you know, probably tell you what he was doing at the time that these things happened. Um, and you get such a diverse mix of different angles on the things that um, you really get a 360 view of, of how this is going to impact you. Um, as a website owner, SEO, you know, web developer, um, et cetera. But now, speaking of diverse um, or, or diversity in shows, um, now I just heard, don't know too much in the details, don't know what I could say if, uh, if I did know a little more, so I will leave that to you. Um, we're going to have even better, uh, broader coverage here on the network. There are some new shows starting, uh, and, and one of them, good friend of, of yours and mine, but I'll leave it to you to, to announce, since this is your station and all. Um, what are these new shows that we have and, and that we should be paying attention to? Well, give me a half moment to bring up the blog post relating to it, because I want to get this exactly right. Oh, it's funny. I just turned on. I just had to go to the station website to, um, to, to pull up the blog post, and I heard myself speaking for a second. I love when that happens. It kind of weirds me out. Okay. We have three new shows debuting in August, and I want to make mention of them. Um, number one, anybody who's a WordPress developer, sit back for a second. Count your count your lucky spoons. Thank your lucky stars, um, because we have what ha- the the guy who has to be recognized as like the number one WordPress expert. We have Yost Devalk hosting Press This on Webmaster Radio. He debuted Tuesday, two days ago, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Yost is going to be hosting <laughs> Press This. Yost Volk, friends, Tuesdays, 5 p.m., here on Webmaster Radio. Next, uh, for anyone who's into email marketing, and, you know, there's there's still a lot of uh, follow the can spam act, you know, follow the laws, don't spam people, don't screw them over, don't piss them off. There's a lot of money to be made off email marketing, and we have two of the experts, two of the guys who've been doing email marketing since, since, since the days of dinosaurs. Uh, the two of the execs at xy7.com. Uh, by the way, you guys might remember the rap that I love doing my little chair dance to. That's these guys, xy7. And rapid response marketing. Um, Kevin DeVincenzi and John Fondi, um, as long, um, along with email marketing expert Adam Young. Inbox, webmasterradio.fm, 5 p.m. Eastern on Wednesdays. And as of August 20th, Proceeding Webcology, the show you're listening to right now, we have a Euro- another European SEO show, Search Cowboys, with uh, two of the coolest, two of the coolest fellows in Europe, um, Bass 
Vanderbilt and Roy Huskies is going to be on European search marketing, um, working working with European uh, search engines, working with European companies, and then marketing to a European audience. Let's face it, friends, here in North America, things are a little bit tight these days. Um, not much different across the pond in Europe, except that, you know, we know that the mobile world is, is very popular over there. Um, search is just hitting a sophisticated phase over in Europe right now. And if you really want an inside view on what's happening in search, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, Thursdays, just before Webcologies, check out Search Cowboy. So, Search Cowboys. So, um, again, press inbox. Search Cowboy, friends, welcome to the network. Excellent. Now, you know what? You, you've just, it's like on a silver platter, you've come up and said, hey, Dave, here's your segue. Uh, and, and I don't mean the, the fun vehicle to ride, um, but we're speaking about European SEOs here, so why don't we go to one of the prominent of, uh, of, of many of the European SEOs, uh, one Mr. Dave Naylor, uh, and, and some, some information that's been covered in his blog as of late. Um, noting the instabilities that they are having over on Google UK right now after uh, after the update over on Google Search. Um, now we have got. Um, you know, I think he was presenting it, of course, uh, from from a UK centric. I'm sure many of our listeners in the UK and the US here in Canada, um, all of us are amply familiar of the instabilities going on uh, in Google right now. Um, I guess I don't know if, uh, if if you've noticed that, Jim. I, I know the uh, huge. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so there's there's just a variety of things. I know um, anybody. I highly recommend DaveNaylor.co.uk. There's actually a few chats going on, but I imagine that that's actually going to expand into into quite a chat over there um, on his blog on on that specific post. Um, he gets some interesting, not so much insight, but commentary on on a few of the characteristics and things that are going on right now. Um, he makes a very valid point, and I'm sure all of our, our friends are, and, and listeners here um, who are SEOs will, will love, you know, and, and perhaps point some of their clients to this one where you have clients going, and what's going on, and, you know, what are we doing to react to this, and what, uh, and, and he makes a very good point, which is basically it's fluctuating so much right now we don't actually know where it ends. I mean, I've, I'm monitoring sites that are hitting three, sometimes four different positions in one day. There seems to be Absolutely. basically three different fundamental different things that it's bouncing between where the other positions are, you know, a position or two different from these essentially three different page placements of the, of the exact same site for the exact same, uh, for the exact same phrases. Um, so, you know, you can go, okay, well, maybe there's only, you know, sort of three iterations. It does seem to be industry-specific or, or a little more industry-targeted, um, but whether that has to just do with competition levels in specific industries and higher competition, um, small fractions of difference between one site and another can have uh, much larger impacts or, or slight fluctuations in how they're calculating backlinks, et cetera, um, can, have, can have large um, fluctuations. I have a hunch that that's more what we're seeing in less competitive industries we're not seeing at least I'm not monitoring, you know, a, a pretty wide number of sites. Not seeing quite the same fluctuations as we are in higher competition sectors, uh, where we're seeing wider uh, fluctuations and multiple page fluctuations um, on on virtually a daily basis. But I really, really love his comments um, in regards to, you know, sort of addressing GM. What are you doing, or or what what is what is going on here right now? Well, you know, we do, we don't know where it's going to end. We don't know what they're you know, we can kind of get a gist for sort of what they're testing out on, and, and he makes some, some, some 
good um, thoughts towards that point. But, um, you know, without knowing where we're going to end up, it's really tough to choose a course. And, you know, so um, I know I will, you know, it's always nice to have that second voice of reason in there. I would certainly be happy to sort of point some of our clients there when they're calling, going, yeah, but what are you doing? Well, until we know where they're landing, you know, one of these iterations of the algorithm has you on page one. So should we frantically change a bunch of stuff? What if that's the one we land on, right? Um, so uh, I, I think he addresses that um, fairly well. Recommended reading on a regular basis. Um, so, yeah, to our listeners, uh, head on over to davenaylor.co.uk. Give a listen to his blog. I'm actually just going to post that right now into our chat, which uh, I'm, I'm happy to see is is gaining listeners. Um, now, on that tangent of Google, and I know we've only got a minute or two here left. Uh, Jim, I don't know if you've uh, if you've seen the release. Google Chrome, uh, it's updated, got a few new features. It's faster. What do you think? <laughs> you know what? I have not used Google Chrome in a couple of weeks. I used it really quickly to do a couple tests on a on a website I was having problems with, but um, where I had a header jumping around a little bit. But honestly, I haven't. Um, so no, I'm, I don't think I'm qualified to talk about Chrome in depth right now. Fair enough. You know, we we do use it here fairly regularly. I've actually got staff that use it as their as their primary. Um, and that's more just as a, you know they're they're kind of interested in it. Firefox is still the the recommended browser here and, and the one that most of us use. Uh, one thing that sort of strikes me though is um, they've made Google Chrome faster. I mean, first off, I didn't really particularly go, gee, this is this is brutally slow. Um, we have discussed in the past, and I think this is where these uh, you know sort of tweaks are coming in. Is this is you know potentially their actual interface to to a lot more than just a browser. Um, but when I first read that title, I was thinking of, uh, and you'll be familiar with it, the, the small roads like Dallas Road here in Victoria. I mean, basically, folks, you can imagine a, a road that's, that's two lanes, should be two lanes, and gets, you know, uh, a car driving down at about once or twice a minute. Um, and it's like basically stretching that out to, the to you know, putting the Autobahn on it. Um, simply because I, I, I don't really see, that's, that's great, it's speeding up, but when nobody's using something... <laughs> Uh, I don't know how many of our listeners here actively use Chrome. I know I don't. I don't. You know, other than like a couple little boxes here where we just like to keep up on these things. Uh, we're not really active Chrome users, Jim. I don't know if you're. A, well, obviously, you know, you just commented you're not a Chrome user. So, uh, you know, I find it funny that they are, but at the same time, I do think this gives us a light headed into the future in, in sort of supporting some of the comments you've made previously on the show. Going, this is their bridge into something bigger. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the only this isn't just a browser. One. This isn't a browser. This is meant for mobile. And as we know, they're making, they, they, they intend to make it into an operating system. Chrome is not just a browser. Anyone who thinks that this is just Google making a play for some of, some of that Firefox money, uh-uh. No. This is Google making a play for your cell phone, for your mobile device, for your, for your, uh, for your Blackberry. And I'd like to say for your iPhone, but that's probably not going to happen given that, uh, Eric Schmidt was just unceremoniously Asked to leave slash resign, depending on who's telling the story from the Apple board. But you know what, Dave? That's a whole other story altogether, and we're out of time. We are. I know it happens every week. <laughs> I know. We, we we rag away an hour every week, and you know people still listen. So you know they still pay us to do this. So that's all good. <laughs> and you know what? I promised I would let you go because you got to go visit your family anyway. So no, I you know what? I have an SES conference call in uh, in half an hour, and then I have some uh, some work to do. I have to write some audio drops for the uh, for the search bash party in San Jose next Monday or next Tuesday, 
and then I can go visit my family. But no, sorry, work comes first. We're all professionals here. <laughs> but uh, people, stick around. WebmasterRadio.fm. We have some amazing content coming up pretty soon. F- directly following Webcology in just a couple of seconds. We have affiliate marketing insider with Linda Woods. And today, one p.m. Pacific time, four p.m. Uh, uh, Eastern time. Vanessa Fox. You all know Vanessa Fox. You know the former lead developer there at Google Webmaster Tools, now uh, the chief writer of Jane and Robot. She's going to be taking your SEO and web dev questions on office hours at 1 p.m. Going to give you some Buffy the Vampire Slayer trivia, and she'll be taking your questions in the webmasterradio.fm chat room. So stay tuned to the network. Dave, you want to take us out? Uh, Sure. Thanks for listening, folks. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO here with Jim Hedger from webmasterradio.fm. You've been listening to Webcology on Webmaster Radio. (laughs) 